You are listening to Your Blessed Life Podcast, episode number six. Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life. With your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. these different things that go on in this world and I need to just withdraw for a minute and connect and let God empower me. But that's something that's very simple, but it's something that I need to do on a daily basis, if not many times a day, to re-tap into God's power and, and let him work in my life. Welcome to the show. Are you already part of Bless Nation? Well, if you're not, I want to invite you to stop by the website. Just go to yourblesslife.com. That's yourblesslife.com and join us and be part of Blessed Nation. And in that, you'll get regular insights, regular teachings, and even resources that will bless your life. So stop on by and join Blessed Nation today. Jay Marsh here, and it's great to be here with you today. And I want to welcome you to Your Blessed Life. So let's get right into the show. So our featured guest for this episode is a friend of mine named Jerry Wilming. So Jerry, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, Jay. I'm honored to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you here. I want to I share, Jerry, with our audience just a little bit about you, and then maybe you can share with us some things that maybe everyone doesn't necessarily know about Jerry, or maybe something that just your closest friends know about you. Would that be all right? That sounds great. Okay, so I know that you have a lovely wife, Kim. So whenever Kim listens to the show, hey, Kim. <laughs> and I know you've got three beautiful kiddos. By the way, I like the little ice cream game that y'all played. That was cool. <laughs> the ice cream all over your face. but Very fun. That's another conversation. <laughs> so Jerry is from Cleveland, and he's also a Cavs fan. Oh, yeah. and uh, But he resides here in San Antonio, so he's forced to be a Spurs fan. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I'm a huge Spurs fan, too. <laughs> I know you are, brother. Jerry's also the founder of a really neat company. He's the founder. He's the CEO of a company called Wiseware. And Wiseware has a super cool story because it really came about in Jerry's garage a couple of years ago. But it was because when his grandfather passed away, he had passed away and he had this, this bad fall. And so Jerry got on this mission to kind of kind of right this wrong. And so what he did is he developed this wearable device that allowed its users to alert their loved ones, their caregivers, whoever whoever's on the other end of it, in, in case of some potential danger or in case of a problem. So that's just what he did. He developed it. So Jerry, I want to brag on you for just a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so Jerry, Jerry's a sharp cat. He's got a bachelor's and a master's and a PhD in biomedical engineering from ba Vanderbilt. That was almost difficult for me to say. <laughs> and, and if Jerry, if that wasn't enough, you've got an MBA from uh, Macomb School of Business at UT Austin. And I follow you, so I know you're all over the place. You're a keynote speaker. You, you hold patents. You've won all kinds of tech awards. And, you know, Bless Nation, have you ever heard that saying? So it, let me try to tell this story. So you're working on something. Say you're at home. You're working on something. It's kind of hard but somehow you, you find a way to make it work. Right. So in an effort to shed a little humility 
on yourself or on the subject, you say, you know, it was hard, but I got it done. And then you say, it's not like you have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. Well, Jerry is a rocket scientist. (laughs) Jerry, that cracks me up because to me, you look like you should be like on a a sitcom or maybe in a, a magazine for nice hair. I mean, you don't, <laughs> you, you know, you don't look like a rocket scientist to me. <laughs> You're too funny. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. You're uh, you, you've got a lot of exciting things going on, but take that introduction and, and let us know a little bit, know a little bit more about maybe some of the things that I didn't hit on Jerry. You bet. Well, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here today and, I think one of the one of the one of the things I'd like to share here is that one of the struggles I had growing up, and then uh, also, you know, in re- recent years. And so, you know, being born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, I my parents got divorced when I was really really young. I was twelve years old, and this was a very really difficult time in my life. And um, I'd learned that my father had battled, you know, had struggled with disease and alcoholism when I was very young. And then as I started getting a little bit older, I started having some struggles with drinking. And it turned out that, you know, by the time I was 23, it was, it was becoming a problem where I was just doing things that I didn't want to do. And drinking alcohol had, you know, led me down paths that, you know, away from Christ and away from the way I was raised. And so at age 23, I you know, God had given me the strength to put it down and I haven't touched alcohol since. And that's something a lot of people don't know, but I would, I attribute and and actually I talked to my parents about it and of all the different things we have going on in our life today, they said, that's the thing they're most proud of is putting that down. And it's been over 12 years now and the power and the power that's given me in terms of being there for my family, you know, my beautiful wife, my three little kids, Asher, Brooks, and Berkeley, you know, by being present always and, you know, emotionally, physically, psychologically present, that's a gift from God that, you know, it's, it's priceless, you know, and I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't be the, the husband and the father that I am today and, you know, run this business as well without that. But I tell you what, in, in this day and age in society where you have commercials on TV about alcohol and, you know, the, the power of it, you know, the conviviality of it, the delusion of it, it can be, you know, tempting. And for people, you know, the percentage of people that struggle in this area, it can be very destructive, you know, and that's not to say I, I think alcohol is bad for everybody. There's people that can have a couple drinks, enjoy it. And be engaged with people and and still and still feel connected but there are those like me and others that it becomes a very destructive thing and leads me away from my faith and it, it actually is just it's a it's a, it's a struggle that for me once i put it down and god gave me the courage to leave it away and leave it alone it's given me so much strength and it's actually empowered me to help others that have struggles but in this area yeah, it really helps you to become that light in a dark place for others that are going through stuff that they they haven't got to the point where they can they can talk about it yet. They're just trying to find their way through it. Exactly. Exactly. And I and I, I work with many, many people and 
in San Antonio and even in Nashville that struggle in this area. And by going through the challenge and the struggle, I can connect with them and God can speak through me to them. And it's amazing just some of those miracles that I've seen by going through that struggle. It is. I love, you know, when I think about that, Jerry, I think about the the premise behind a scripture that talks about it was Paul, I believe, in Corinthians, first Corinthians, that was talking to the church of Corinth, but the message is for all of us. And he was saying pretty much this that Christ has called us to not allow any one thing or multiple things of this earth to master us. And when we start to see something mastering us, we need yes. to allow God to cut that out of our life. Exactly. You know, I'll tell you something, and this does not compare to what you're talking about, but I just want to share this with you. And I haven't shared this with Bless Nation. I mean, I've shared it with a few folks that I discuss stuff with daily. But so Dana and I are doing something in honor of God, and we're combining it with a first of the year goal. But the premise of this is to check ourselves to allow the spirit of God to hold us accountable and not let anything master us on this earth. So what we've done is we like to have a glass of wine once in a while. What we've done is we've cut out, cut out all alcohol, all sugar, all processed carbs in our life for a hundred days. And the idea is to let God know that God, we remember what you said through Paul and Corinthians about not letting anything master us. And we want to honor that. And what's so cool. So is we're doing that as a way to honor God, but there's so much blessing in it that comes as a result of us taking action on what he's called us to do. Exactly. Yeah. So wow. I, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. It just prompted that thought. Yeah. You know, and it's an, it's an excellent thought actually, because truthfully putting that alcohol down there's other bottles on the wall, you know, and there's other every day in my life. I see different types of selfishness and because it's all selfish driven where yeah. I'm taking the power back and I'm trying to do it myself. And it's all about Jerry. And there's several other, you know, whether it's prestige or power or money or, you know, different types of or gluttony. I mean, there's just so many different things that crop up. And the same principles that were used to put that down and to, you know, empower, you know, have God empower me to live happy, joyous, and free. Those same kind of, the same principle applies and thread applies through all of those different bottles on the wall. Yeah, they do. They do. And I think that was the heart of what the, that scripture was trying to communicate to us. Whatever your bottle, whatever your proverbial bottle is in life, recognize it and recognize that there's others that are stacked right behind it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's so many awesome things that we could talk about from your business to your, your time that you spent as a younger, younger guy in Cleveland to your new life here in San Antonio to even the exciting things going on at the house. But you know, for today with bless nation, what I really want them to know is more of this kind of stuff, Jerry. I want them to get to know you from the inside walk, from the inside out and to really talk about your daily and your personal walk with Christ. Would that be okay with you? Sounds fantastic. Okay, 
Cool. Well, to do that, I want to start off with one question. And Blessed Nation, you know that the foundation of this show are these three pillars of faith, hope, and promise. And then at the end, we sprinkle in a, a few nuggets of wisdom. But I want to start with Jerry on a story of faith. And in this faith segment, this is where where Jerry's struggle was, or maybe a struggle rather, with his with his faith or a challenge in his life that stretched his faith which really became an opportunity for God to do a mighty work in his life. So Jerry, would you tell us about a time when your faith was stretched a time when you were in the proverbial pit? Yeah. I, truthfully, I think the one of the biggest struggles that I faced was when I was 23 and the, the struggle was with alcohol and I, I'd walk in, I'd walked so far away from my faith that, I was just in the wilderness. I was out there and the challenges and the problems were just the problems I was facing. I was just, I was living a life that I didn't want to live. I wasn't connected to God. And I was, you know, I really had, I didn't know what to do. And I, I had some struggles with it to the point that, you know, I talked to my mother and she recommended I, you know, put alcohol down mm-hmm. and, it was at that moment though that you know I, I took action and I started working with people to help me. And that's when my life changed and that's when God's God really showed up. I mean, he brought a guy into my life, his name's Dave Neeland, and I ended up being his uh, best man in his wedding. And this was in Nashville, Tennessee. And that's when God really started to speak to me. And Truthfully, I, I was raised Catholic and I had learned a lot about religion, but I had truly not walked in faith until I was 23. And that's when I really was essentially born again. And it, you know, from, from that point on, it's been a daily, a daily thing where actually one of the books I wanted to reference that I read every morning is Streams in the Desert by L.B. Kalman. And it's a daily devotional. And that's one thing that I do on a daily basis that keeps me centered. And yeah. it, and it started from the time I was 23. And that's called Streams in the Desert? Streams in the Desert by L.B. Kalman. And I was actually reading it actually this morning. And the scripture there is for this today's reading your rod and your staff, they comfort me, Psalm 23, 4. And it was interesting. And in the passage, I was reading on it said, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, man, if you can't start your day with a smile after reading that. No, you guys, exactly. <laughs> The next passage here, this is excellent too. In times of impending danger or doubt, when human judgment seems to be of no value, I have found it easy to go forward with this staff. In quietness and trust is your strength. And in emergencies, when there has been no time for deliberation or for action, this staff has never failed me. He that believeth shall not make haste. This has been... It's an interesting process. I mean, this the story of, you know, putting down something that's destructive and is really seated in selfishness. 
and that was kind of the principle that I learned at age 23 is that there will be other bottles. Yeah. And with this business now, you know, this was a dream to me when I was 23 to create a medical device business from scratch. And it was a dream. I had no idea how to get there. It was something that was in my heart that I had shared to others for years. And truthfully, it was something that God had planted in my heart to do. And that giving me the tools over those years, he gave me the ability to do this, which has been just probably the biggest, the biggest blessing in my professional life. Yeah. You know, those, those times of struggle, those seasons of struggle, they really paved the way for a more hopeful tomorrow. And we don't see them in, in the moment. In the moment, they just look like pain. Exactly. So when you look back, Jerry, at that time of, of struggle mm-hmm. in that story, what, what faith takeaways from that story do you have for us to help us endure a season of struggle that we might be going through in our own life? You know, is that God sees and knows everything. You know, he's omnipresent, he's present, he sees it, he knows what you're going through, and he put it there for a reason. And during those times of pain, I had, looking back now, I'm grateful for it because it gives me the tools now to help others. Yeah. And without that pain, I couldn't essentially speak their language and connect with people that maybe I would not be able to connect with. And, and, and so truly it gives you, you know, the ability to connect with more people by going through those struggles. And yeah, I agree with you during the time, it, it always seems painful. And why is God doing this to me? And, you know, I've been through some of those struggles recently, but actually then th- those, those experiences give me the tools now to connect with others. Don't they? Yeah. They do. They do. And, you know, it's that reminder too, when you look back in retrospect, that, that as the scripture says, joy comes in the morning. You know, there is that hope for tomorrow, but it's available today. It reminds us when we look back that we're going to get through this and we're going to get through the next thing, just like we got through the other things. Exactly. Exactly. One of my mentors from Nashville always is always is saying to me, this will pass. Yeah. You know, and it's very simple, but this pain, which seems painful, but there's lessons in it, you know, and there's, there's lessons to, you know, whether it's to double down in prayer, (laughs) you know, or just accept that there's a reason for this experience that I'm going through. And, you know, and and recently I've gone through this where, you know, we were raising a, a large round of financing for the business and, I just didn't see the answer. I was taking the actions. I was carrying too much. And then I just turned it over and God came through again. Oh, praise God. That's exciting. Yeah. And so it's a, it's always a test and it's funny because I think the side of me is always, I want to carry it and try to do it. And then I I can do do this. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) All this, I turn over, not this little piece over here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lord, can I do this one? (laughs) Yeah. I got well, this. Yeah, well, maybe you can, but it's not probably going to turn out quite like you want. <laughs> exactly. My my mentor always says this too. He says, um, I'll call him when I'm going through a struggle. And he'll say, is everything in God's world exactly the way it's supposed to be? Oh, man, that's good. And it catches me every time. Yeah. And then I go right into acceptance, you know, and it, it, it it's just so 
right to the point. And, you know, it, it's, it gets me every time. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I, I go through it and, you know, there's, there's principles there and it's, he, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. Yeah. It's so key to have, I'm a big fan of coaches being one myself and mentors and other folks that will sharpen you. You know what Proverbs says, iron sharpens iron. And if we're coming up against someone that is like-minded and has the ways of Christ in him or her, we get up against them and man, they just sharpen us and make us better. Exactly. I love that. You know, as you were alluding, Jerry, to letting God or letting go and letting God take over this, as it relates to this one aspect of raising some capital for your business, that's kind of a good segue into a talk on future, a talk of hope that 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 hope for a brighter tomorrow. So I want to talk about hope. I want you to share with us something that relates to a breakthrough, if you will, that that time in your life where your secure confidence in the Lord carried you through a rough time. Maybe it can be related to that first story. It doesn't have to be, but it saw you through to the other side. Can you do that for us? Can you share a time for us where you went from the, from the proverbial pit to a breakthrough? Yeah. The, I, I'd say one of the, Kim and I were, we were trying to have a child for about a year and it just wasn't happening. And we were just so down in the dumps and praying and we were just, we were, we just really wanted to have children and then it happened. And that's when our, our first son Asher was born. And that period that my wife and I went through was, it was a period of testing our faith, but our hope was renewed. And it was a, it was a period that, you know, we, we just didn't know, you know, we, we were trusting that was going to happen, but it was a period that once we got through it and now we got three little ones, they're, they're so cute and we love them so much. And we can't even, you know, it, it's funny though, because I look back on it and we kind of dull out how painful it was, you yeah. know, looking back and that period was so painful, you know, just seeing, you know, the tears in my, my wife's eyes and just, but God had, had brought us through and, you know, it took some time, but you know, the timing wasn't, wasn't right when we wanted it and waiting. Oh, that's, that's big. How long was that? Was that time frame, Jerry? It was, it was about a year and, and there's, there's many people that go even longer, you know? So, but for us, I, every day it was, it was, you know, it was something that we were waiting for and wanted yeah. so badly. And each day that passes and it doesn't happen. It's this constant, questioning of will it and why won't it exactly i really exactly. think you hit something on the head and this is hard for me it's hard in everyday life to remember that if i will allow things to play out in god's time it really positions me for his best and if i am trying to force it on my time in most cases I'm going to be short on what it could be. Exactly. Exactly. No, I found that as well. Well, when we look at the faithfulness of God showing up in, in your story, as it relates to finally being able to get to a point where you guys could have Asher, 
it's reassuring that when life happens, God's willing and he's able to show up in our life in a big way, just like he did for you. And you know, another big way, Jerry, that God shows up in our life is through his promises. And he's got over 7,000 promises in the Bible that we can stand on as a pillar of truth and as a pillar of blessing in our life. So I wanted to ask you, as, as you strengthen your walk, as you increase your hope, when you look back at the different promises of God that, you, that have crossed your path as you've been in the word, as you've come across men and women that have shared scriptures with you that have blessed you, can you share with us one scripture or one promise that's guided you during these times of faith and hope in your life? Yeah, I truthfully, I think this one's very simple. But what I found, at least now in this connected age that we live in, I feel like we're in a, you know, an ecosystem of distractions, you know, where on our phone, we have just, there's so many inputs and so much, so many different ways to always be on and, and connected and busy that one, one passage is from Matthew fourteen thirteen. he withdrew to a solitary place. And for me, I have to consciously and physically kind of withdraw and just connect with God in, in prayer and meditation and really check out away from everything, all, all the noise in the world, you know, because sometimes that's what, that's what pulls me away as I get tied into all, all these different things that go on in this world. And I need to just withdraw for a minute and connect and let God empower me. But that's something that's very simple, but it's something that I need to do on a daily basis, if not many times a day, to re-tap into God's power and and let him work in my life. Wow. Withdraw, connect. What was the last piece of that? Withdraw, connect, and plug in? Yep, to a solitary place. Yeah, connect to his power and let him express himself through me, you know, by giving him that power to do that and letting him work through me as a vessel. So tell me in that respect, allowing him to, or allowing yourself to withdraw, you know, kind of unplug, if you will, from the, the busyness of the world and then connect and plug into him. How has that action blessed your life? Wow. I mean, that is something that it's funny. I, I've had challenges with that recently too, where when Asher was born, I used to have a very set structure from the time I was 23 to, you know, probably 30 years old. Every morning I'd start the day in prayer and meditation for 30 minutes. And then I would do my workout and that's kind of how I would set up my day. And with our beautiful babies, six, three, and one, they're up at five <laughs> and it's kind of changed the schedule of things, you know, I where, you know, and it's been, it's been a challenge. I'm trying to figure out how to restructure the day and, and, you know, I, cause I really, I can't even beat them up in the morning now, you know, I mean, they, 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 they win every morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and I, and I've chat, it's been a challenge cause I want to do my prayer and meditation right when I wake up, but now with them, I, I want to be with them in the morning. And so, you know, getting breakfast ready or which my wife does 
a big part of that, if not all of it, but I'm there for that. And I, I end up having to do prayer and meditation in the morning when I get to work after my workout. So just kind of being flexible though, and restructuring my days. And I mean, that seems like a very simple thing, but it was, it took me some time to figure out what's the best way to do that. But the, the, the beautiful element of that is in the evenings when I would normally do prayer and meditation by myself or with my wife, I now do that with my children oh, um, yeah. and pray at night. And we do gratitude lists when we start our prayers. And my three-year-old Brooks, he's really funny. We start off and say, I'm grateful for another day. I'm grateful for a healthy mind, body, and soul. And then Brooks always says, and a healthy back. And me and... <laughs> My six-year-old, we laugh every time. We don't know why he says it. But yeah, I'm just going to ask you. I like it, but why back? We don't know why, but uh, he he adds it every time. A healthy back. So <laughs> it's that's adorable, man. But but adding them and having them a part of that, and and by teaching them too that you know God it God has the power and God has been giving us these gifts and gratitude is something that is for me is an action, and by teaching them that you know, teaching my children at a young age that, you know, basically thanking God for these gifts and they are gifts, but that's something that, you know, by adjusting to the challenge of how to, how to connect right. to God with, you know, moments away from all this, you know, ecosystem of distraction and then to bringing my family into it, which has made it even more powerful. Yeah. You're laying that foundation and you recognize that that foundation in this life has to be sound enough where the principles don't change, but it has to be flexible enough where it can move from season to season. Exactly. No, and, and yeah. you know, this day and age, you know, with our smartphone, and I, I feel like I have an addiction to the smartphone now, you know, where literally it's just, it's got such a power on me that I have to truthfully turn it off and put it in another room. And when I'm doing things that are, you know, where I want to connect and really dig deep into, I have to really put it away. It sounds silly, but I think a lot of us are struggling in this area where we feel like we're always connected. And so there needs to be that time to unplug. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. And I tell you, for me, one of those examples is, is what you and I are doing right now. I turn off all distractions from the well, I was going to say the outside world, but all distractions. So my 100% focus is on what we're talking about. And there's something very real and genuine about having complete direct connectedness to whatever it is you're working on or whoever it is you're working with. You know, and I, I totally agree. And getting in the moment, like this has been very refreshing for me because I feel like I'm constantly pulled in so many directions where my focus maybe isn't there and I'm not in the moment. I'm not in the now. And this is where God is, you know, and this is where his power is, is in this moment. And I feel like I'm constantly pulled out of that moment. You know, it's, this has been refreshing. Well, I'm glad we can be part of your day to bring you back into that moment. You know, it makes me think about something. Bless nation. I want to share this with you. God knows your heart, just like he knows what Jerry's been going through. He's here. God is here with you, and he wants you to know that you can stand on those promises, just like that promise there in Matthew 14, 13 that, that Jerry referenced. 
And when we begin our day with that thankful and that grateful heart, we position ourselves to get closer to him and to have a better line of communication with him. So thank you, Jerry, for sharing that reminder about coming before the Lord one and then coming before him in a way that starts with gratitude. I love that. So Jerry, before we get into the final segment of the show, I want to invite our listeners here at Bless Nation to do something with us. So Bless Nation, if you've enjoyed the show so far, I want to invite you to subscribe to it. It's easy to do, and it's something you can do with just a click of a button. So whether you're jogging down the street, whether you're on the treadmill, cleaning the house, sitting in front of your desktop, whatever you're doing, from the inside of the podcast app, all you have to do is just click on that purple subscribe button. It's right at the top of the show page. And you can keep an eye out for our next episode and it'll prepare you. So when it's, it's live, you'll be ready to receive it. So I uh, thank you for doing that. And Bless Nation, as we come into this final round of the show, I like to call it nuggets of wisdom. Jerry, one of my favorite reads in the Bible is, is the book of Proverbs, the whole book. And not that it's very long, but I love it because it's practical. It's really a, a practical way to actively put the ways of God into, into work, into my life. So this final segment of the show, if you would, I'd like for you to share with us just some short and straight to the point, practical nuggets of wisdom that'll bless our life. Can I give you a few? Oh, please do. Okay. So I'll, I'll kind of get you going and then the answers are yours, brother. So let's start with this one, big or small. Would you share with us just one thing that's on your heart right now that you're grateful for that you're praising God for my wife and my oh, children. I'd hug you if I, if I was with you, mm, that's good. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife, Kimberly and Asher Brooks and Berkeley, just, just wonderful, loving, supportive family. I just love them so much. Praise God, man. All right. Next one, Jerry is share with us one way that you like to be a blessing to others. I try to make myself available, even when my schedule doesn't look like I have the time to always be available for others that, you know, whether it's outside of the business or inside the business or people that are just interested in, you know, I'm, I'm getting a lot of inquiries on how I started Wiseware and, you know, it was started in, in my garage in 2013 and I cleaned out my retirement account to get it started and I didn't have financial connections. I didn't have anything. It was just a dream that I trusted that God put in my heart and we grew the business. I mean, so I get a lot of inquiries on that. So I have a lot of students and others that come in interested in how they can do that. And I love trying to, you know, since I'm very early in this walk to kind of share how I did it and how God has, you know, blessed it along the way. Yeah. Already starting to mentor others, just like you have a mentor in your life. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. So you've already said on this next question, Jerry, you've already said several things that tie into this. So feel free to take away from one of those or maybe something that's fresh on your mind. So as it relates to your walk in Christ, would you share with us one thing that you do that helps to strengthen or to further that? I, I would say that the prayer and meditation in the mornings and in the evenings is, is essential. I need that time to be unplugged and connected with God. And that's something that uh, truthfully, the last few years, it's trying to balance everything in life and make sure I have that time set aside has been, uh, it's been a challenge for me. And now I'm, 
I feel like I'm getting a, a better handle on how to structure it, given this new chapter of you know being a father and having a business and making sure I ha- I balance my life and and really kind of structuring my schedule. So I would say prayer and meditation and gratitude, you know, going through a gratitude list with my children at night and both in the morning to kind of, you know, praise God for all the gifts he's given to us. Amen. Yeah. Preparing our heart for just being grateful and thankful almost just makes us walk around with a, maybe not an external smile on our face, but definitely an internal one. Well, my next question for you, Jerry, is, is something that maybe you can share with, with us here at Blessed Nation in the form of a book. So a book that's, that's blessed some area in your life, something that is, it's Christ-centered, it's biblically, it's biblically based, but it's about areas in your life that maybe relate to your relationships or your health or your finances, your business, some specific area of your life, but a book that has really blessed your life. I have, I have a few of these on a daily basis, three streams in the desert. Once again, this is an ex- excellent devotional reading book that is excellent on a daily basis. And there's some, there's some older ones that I've picked back up recently. The Sermon on the Mount. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, that, that one is actually I'm holding it right now and the cover's ripped off and it's got like 10 coffee stains. I've marked it up quite a bit, <laughs> but it's it's a really good one that I, I think is kind of breaks down some of the, the really simple principles that in a way that it's refreshing. Also, The Imitation of Christ by Kempis, which is actually quite good. Those are probably my three favorite. Those sound all good. I'm not familiar with the the, the first one and the last one, but of course the, the middle one, I have a copy of that and, uh, it's a good read. You know, we, it reminds me that we have access to those principles in the Bible. Sometimes it is nice to have someone come in and break them down in modern day English in a practical way that can really bless our life. So I think that's a great reference. You know, bless nation. I love the quote that I heard years ago. So I was, I was attending this training conference. It was combination training, motivational conference. And I got to hear this guest speaker. His name was Charlie Tremendous Jones. And if you've tuned into the show before, you know where I'm going with this. So Charlie Tremendous Jones said this, you will be the same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books that you read. Well, you guys just have had the pleasure of of hanging out here with Jerry and with some awesome recommendations of some books that have blessed his life, and I suspect can bless your life as well. So Jerry, before I have you share with us the best way for our listeners to connect with you, I want to know something that I know you're excited about, but I want you to share a little bit more about it if you would. And I say that, I don't know that this is what you're going to say, but share something with us that's going on in your life that has you fired up, that you're excited about, that is really just being an, an awesome blessing in your life. Yeah. I, I think in, in my, uh, my professional life with, with Wiseware, this has been, you know, it was a dream to me 10 years ago and I had no idea how to do this. And I just kept walking in faith. And now, you know, we've, we've launched a product, you know, so it went from an idea that was just in, in my heart to, I have a, fantastic team 
that has we're all empowered to bring this product to life to help help women right now stay safe and it's a it's a device that women can wear it's jewelry that whenever they feel unsafe they can just tap the bracelet so they're always empowered and connected to stay safe and it's and now the product is you know we've manufactured it and now we're shipping it to to women all across all across the globe and to just see that product in in a box available now you know it was just an idea maybe a year ago and now it's we've manufactured it you know that it's just a it, it's just clearly evidence to me that god's hands in this because it's it's a miracle everything that went into that and the people that he brought into my life and my family's life to bring this thing to fruition has been it's just a miracle and that's something that to me i could not have done by myself and god has really done it you know because people ask me so what's the trick and how to how did this happen and <laughs> the truth is you know you put in the time but god had blessed it and brought it to life because there's just so many miracles that happened along the way that defies the laws of probability you know so it's so that's something in in my professional life that's been really a, an area that because i was very unsatisfied prior to in my professional life i just felt like the skills i had and areas that I, I was working in, I just, I didn't feel engaged. I didn't feel like, but there was reasons for that, you know, and God had put me through those chapters to give me some of these tools that I use now, but in a different capacity. And now I feel finally very engaged and I feel like I, I'm making an impact and helping others with, you know, devices to keep them happy, healthy, and safe. And it's, it's been very rewarding where I don't feel like I'm working and it was part of God's plan. I feel like you're living, I'm sure. Exactly. Well, I'm excited for you, you know, over the last couple of years, as I've got to connect with you at different times to see the the development of this dream come into reality. So um, congratulations. I know you recently just had your initial launching, if you will, and I know it was a very successful one, and I'm super excited for you, and I'm proud of you, brother. So congratulations on that. Thank you so much, Jay. You're very welcome. Jerry, I want to thank you so much for being on today's show and sharing so much with us. And I hope that our time today, this short time that we got to spend together, has been as much of a blessing to you as it has been to us. Oh, it has. This has been amazing. I really am humbled by the opportunity. Well, I knew that you would be an awesome guest to have on the show, and you actually exceeded any expectation that I have. You're just, for a rocket scientist, you're an awful easy guy to connect with. <laughs> Bless Nation, I want to ask you, if you've enjoyed this episode, do us a huge favor. Go to the iTunes store and click on the icon that says Your Blessed Life. And when you do that, you'll see a picture of the, of the cover art. It'll be Your Blessed Life and a picture of myself there. If you'll click there, you'll see ratings and reviews. Just click on that and you can write a review. And then from there, just tap the number of stars and you can rate and write the review. And Bless Nation, I want to thank you for tuning into the show. I so look forward to sharing our, our next episode with you. And Jerry, before I sign off, you have any parting thoughts or anything you'd like to share with us? Oh, if they want to connect with me, the best way to do that is through drwillmink.com. 
And so that's Dr. D-R, and then your last name, Wilmink, which is W-I-L-M-I-N-K.com. And all my contact information's there. Cool. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us today, Jerry. And I pray that God's hand would continue to be on you and your family and your business and everything you do. And until the next time, Blessed Nation, that we get that opportunity to come together, I want you to remember that God loves you and he wants to bless you.